Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Ooh, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional? professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race season, season 14. 14. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. The GNT. Clank. Um, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, hello, everyone. Hello. Before we get started, for everyone that's new, welcome to the podcast. Podcast where we watch live, live. RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, how it we goes is we're in our fancy studio here, um, 27th floor. In a penthouse suite. Central England. In the, in the very centre of yeah. the UK. In the, the cloud, very centre. The clouds are below us, okay? <laughs> They're beneath us. They're all beneath us, okay? We, we can see for miles around. Like, like who, who was it? Who was it? Okay, I'll get to your level because and she goes to the ground. She goes because this is where you, what was the conversation? It was, it was her and Willem. Willem. She, goes, Willem, she was having a spat with Willem and Untucked, and Willem was like, "You keep talking over me. Come back to me and ready to talk to me on my level." And Milan was like, "Your level?" And then she lay on the carpet. And she okay, was, I'll speak to you on your level because <laughs> you're so beneath me right now, and like everyone else, you're beneath us because we're on the twenty-seventh floor. But then Willem's reply was. Is the carpet comfortable? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were the good days of the real Untucked, oh, wasn't it? when Untucked was real. No, it's just... Anyway, so what yeah. we do is we watch the, we watch the show live. We do, okay? indeed. We don't... We, and then we just talk. We do. We pause Conversate. it. We talk. We watch it. We pause it. We talk. And then we get the podcast out to you as soon as possible. And the reason we do this is because we want to make sure that any opinion that we have is our own. As it's not diluted. We're not influenced by what other people are saying out there, okay? We, we don't want to be influenced by others. Perhaps sometimes... Others are influenced by us. Yes. Is that that's Sometimes I hear someone <laughs> say something that I'm like, hmm, that's almost word for word <laughs> what I said on the podcast. Naming no and, names. And naming no yeah, names. No, naming no podcasts or YouTube personalities. But I'm like, that's almost word for word what I said. I'm I'm hmm. I, I'm joking. I don't think we really think anybody copies. Oh, us. I'm not joking, bitch. <laughs> I'm not joking, bitch. See, it's funny it. though when you do I'm sure a bunch of you guys out there when you're kicking with your friends and stuff and then you maybe listen to worse or like you watch uh bob or alaska whoever reviewing it and you think oh gosh that's exactly what i said i tell you what has happened once or twice though, and this is my real narcissism and grandiosity showing out that like i've put something on the instagram and then one of the girls has, has put something up with uh with the references and i've been like i put that up five minutes ago oh <laughs> we influence everyone, even the queens. I know, right? We, we tell them know. what they're yeah. thinking. FYI, yeah. you didn't know this, but what you were wearing, we were referencing you... Blue Glare. And you'll hear Blue Glare a lot because that's Tom's favourite It's designer. always Blue um, Yeah, you may not have known you were referencing Moschino, but you were referencing Moschino. Um, there is one quick little, little thing that I want to talk about because it okay. has dropped this week is the promo for UK versus the world. And I'm really, really excited. I don't know why everyone's excited because that cast was leaked a long time it ago. Was, but and then I'm they gonna... started doing like little things like there's sort of like putting up photos of like their costumes but mm-hmm. only like the hand mm-hmm. or the shoulder or the wig and it's like we know that's lemon we we know the that's cars a, that's the cars piece. was leaked a long time ago <laughs> she's a- wearing <laughs> their exact costume in her instagram a while ago <laughs> it's not it's a very long yellow braid that's lemon yeah, yeah. who <laughs> um, else no but I, I do think i do think the costume the concept and the costumes are absolutely fantastic and hoping we can do some sort of little meet the queens thing we might have something up our sleeve but we'll leave that there for now yes um but i'm very working very hard behind the scenes to bring you amazing content i'm very very excited about that now back to season 14 so this is episode three 
We're going to have to go really, really quickly. And the reason is because on the little teaser, you know, when you bring up the actual show mm-hmm. and there's a little script beneath it saying, this episode, this happens. Well, it says, I saw the number 42. It said it's 42 looks. Did it? Yes. That's a lot. We know it's, a, well, that kind of makes sense. Is it's an early season ball. Um, so it's going to be a lot of luck. That's a lot of luck. Now, that, <laughs> don't bore Nina. Don't bore Nina. <laughs> That's a lot of luck. I mean, I, I guess we, we kind of have to get into it. We kind of got to get straight away. My goodness, we've got to have references, points of view, critiques, yeah. all of it. I am. I mean, this is not my area of specialty, but for those who aren't fashion forward fashionistas like Tom here, <laughs> um, I will give you what I feel is a reasonable description of their fashion with, you know, I like it or I don't like it. You know, just, just something like that. Just really sum it up. We've gone through a few different versions of our own take on two or boo. I did enjoy yes or bless the other week. Yes or bless because yeah. it's not like, it's not like a yes or, it's like a, like a, uh, it's yeah. like a you know, it's like a yes or, oh, bless. Babe. You tried. Oh, I could sorry. see what you were going yeah. for. It's not easy, is it? It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> uh, so it's, yeah, so it's yes or bless. Yeah. I think we can, we can move forward with that. We've yeah. gone through so many variations of how to say two to boo. Mm. It's been yes or a yes or pass. Uh-huh. It's been a yes or bless. It's been a what else have we gone through? Uh, I think the main ones actually. It's not been some huge. Mega. I we've think there's been quite a few. They clearly weren't that mar- memorable. Yeah, we've, so, we've used two or be as well. We know that the girls are going to meet, and then there's going to be some sort of storyline, however it goes, and then there's going to be a lot of looks. So I guess without- we're ho- hoping that the um, the golden ticket thing is explained soon as well. That's right. Yeah. It was teased in the promos. Yeah. Um, Shall we just get cracking? There's a lot. Girls are all in the workroom. And then they're told by our loving uh, guest star, Alicia Keys, to turn Mm. around and who do we see? But the other girls. So we're reunited. It's like season 12, season 13, season, season six. We've got the girls facing each other down. Two prides of lionesses. On the Serengeti plane. It could also be kind of a semi All Stars too, but not really. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's just like Shokara, there's a new queen. Yeah. And it's kind of a a passive high yeah. high. You know, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. as it's not being as dramatic as you guys look <coughs> good. <laughs> Rather than a quiet cough like our man. Okay. It wasn't quite there was Maybe there's just not a Gia in the pack, and that saddens me, actually. I'm like, Every pack needs a Gia. I am the boom boom gun. <laughs> oh, yeah, Miss Morley Kardashian. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, those were the good days. Those were the good those old were days. The good days. There's room for everyone. Let's just <laughs> say that. Like, those, were, those were the good days. But here we are. You know what? The thing is, these girls are expecting it now, isn't it? There's also it's, a few connections like across the two teams as well but certainly um uh, deja knows cornbread um turns out jasmine is a big admirer of kerry um and uh georges is aware of um of Alyssa. Alyssa seems to have a big reputation as a multi-pageant winner well yeah i mean they're, they're from the same place aren't they well no isn't isn't Puerto Rico? From texas no george is from texas <gasps> well bolo well bolo <laughs> wow yeah, there bolo. are other ethnicities yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. out of puerto rico <laughs> thank you <laughs> 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 sorry sorry <laughs> 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 oh yeah but it's, it's being it's quite passive and it's nice 
yes, no. Passive and nice, it's different. It's, it's unusual. It's unusual. It's, it's nice. unusual. <laughs> they're, all, they're all getting on. It's lovely. Let's get straight into the next day. The next day, there is a surprise, but not really a surprise. You, I found it like a wow, but you're like meh. I, I think I've even said it the past couple of weeks. Like I just had a feeling in my waters that Orion and Dyer weren't really going anywhere because Rue was so so emphatic about someone is going home, and lo and behold, da da da. They walk back in the workroom, and it's like the quickest ever returning queens, I think. How do we feel? Good, good. I like them. Um, they're both interesting queens. I'm interested to see what they're going to bring to a wall, because yep. they've both got really distinctive aesthetics, and I think they're both so. I um, mean, it, it could change the algorithm for the rest of the girls. They may not be the first <laughs> to leave, because we're going to find out later on. It's a sewing challenge. The the good, the advantage of these queens being brought back now is that a lot of the times going into a competition or something like this, mm-hmm. the, you always fear the worst thing that can happen and you're you're working on that anxiety. The worst thing that can happen is that you're eliminated. Uh-huh. Now for them... Eliminated first. Yes, ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. And eliminated first. For them, it's already happened. Yeah. They've seen it. They've experienced it. The, if anything, it's an advantage to them now because they're like, okay, cool. The worst that could have happened has happened. I've been giving another chance, and I bet you they're gonna just work even harder. I mean, I I'm thinking that I would. Their auras have been cleansed, haven't they? Yeah, they've survived mm-hmm. it. They don't want to feel it again. They're gonna give a good. No, I, I think you make a really good point there. It must be like a quite a good confidence booster and like a kind of anxiety cleanser. Yeah, yeah, to have got the worst out of the way. Because like I even, survived that. Okay. Even yeah, exactly. And when you know that, okay, they didn't kill me. You know, I, I I can do it now, and I, for me, it's kind of like when the worst happens, and then you get another chance. You kind of go harder because you, you've already felt mm. it, you've already been through it. So yeah. either you work really hard so it doesn't happen again, or you're not as scared of it, so therefore you're not stressing so much. Hopefully, you can put that energy now into your craft and yes. into the show. Yeah. Now, we finally find out about the candy bars, okay? <laughs> yes. So, we have the lovely pit crew come in with 14 RuPaul candy bars. And the thing is, only one of the bars are golden, okay? So, they each need to choose a candy bar and they need to sign it. Yes. Now, each week, the two girls who lip sync need to bring in the candy. The loser of the lip sync opens the candy bar. If the candy bar is gold, uh-huh. they get immunity. Right. Which means they get to stay. If it's just chocolate, then they, I mean. <laughs> they get a sweet treat, but yeah. they're going home. I mean, they're going I'll, home. I'm sure just it's delicious. Like, just eat it. Just, you know, eat your emotions. <laughs> you're going out. Okay? It'll take the know. edge off the bitterness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> take that as a win. I guess this is interesting for the rest of the season now because you know how you can never quite predict, ooh, we're going to have a double Shantae. Ooh, we're going to have returning girls. In one episode, we've had our girls return and we know there's going to be the equivalent of a double Shantae, really, at some point. There's going to be a girl who's supposed to go home but doesn't go home one week, and then that's it. So now we know how the rest of the season's going to go. Oh, yeah. So don't bother watching it, everyone. No. Um, we know exactly how many episodes we've got. Kind of written in the cards or <laughs> on the chocolate packet. So oh, yes. Either or. The Mexi Stage Challenge this week, they are throwing two fashion wars. Now, they're kind of still um, keeping the girls within their groups mm-hmm. in, in the sense that the week one queens, there's three categories for the week one queens. Their first look has to be Zebra Print Resort. Mm-hmm. Their second look has to be Leopard Evening Gown Down. Yep. And the third look, they need to create the Wedding Gown Eleganza. Yep. Now, for the Week 2 Queens, their first look has to be Red Hot Resort. 
Yeah. And then their second look is evening gown down, which is all in white. Right. And then their third look is the same. It's um, wedding gown eleganza. Now, you were telling me about how are we going to go with um, marking, if, in a way. How are we going to mark each look? So, I think... We, we've we've never had a strict system before, right? But this is something I've got in my head for this week because I don't think we've ever had this many looks before. We've got 14 girls doing three looks each and my math isn't very good, but I think that's 42 looks. <laughs> um, that's a lot. I think it's the most ever. I think the other the other most would have been um, All-Star 6. I mean, it? it's a lot. It's a lot anyway. We've got our work cut out today, but I'm excited. I'm enthusiastic. <laughs> no, the um, I'm thinking the way we kind of do it is that we kind of like arbitrarily, let's say we mark look one out of five, look two out of five. But because we always place most emphasis on the made look, mark that out of 10. Exactly. So they get more points for it. Yeah, because the first two looks are looks that they've already brought with them mm-hmm. and it may not have been created by them. They may have had help. They may have money or yeah. they may have contacts, contacts. people who would have made that dress for them. That's why we get, we're going to mark those out of five. However, for me, the emphasis of our points needs to be put on the construction, needs to be put on what they create in the moment, mm-hmm. in that time with the fabrics given to them. Because because everyone is on the same playing field in that yes. way. It's the only way to be fair for it, me. Yeah, I think I think that's how we'll sort of, you know, let's let's see how that goes. We'll I do want to say that, that for season thirteen, I, I I still say that Utica should have won her sleeping bag creation. Okay, let's just test our so little theory great. for now then. Okay, so got Mick versus Utica. Okay. Remember the looks now. Yep. So got Mick's first look was the body bag look, the bejeweled corpse look, which was amazing. Yes. Her second look was the executive realness, almost kind of like Madonna and Express Yourself, but with frills, a bit yes, of a rock. Yes, asymmetry, yeah. And then she had the very fun Joan Jett sort of glam rock bag look, yep. right? Yes, yes, Utica's yes. first look was like a French poodle Parisienne. I loved it. Thing. Um, the second look was like a Chicago, Chicago kind of look. Do you remember? No. Um, so it's not that memorable to you. But the, the, the third, third look, look is one of the best things we've ever seen made on the Drag on Race runway. On the stage runway. of RuPaul's Drag Race, period. So in that case, I'd kind of probably give Got Mick, like, let's say, five, five, eight. Yep. Yeah? I'd probably give Utica, to my mind, like, four, three, ten. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it kind of evens out. <laughs> No, you said eight. So it's 18 versus 17. <gasps> oh my God, I'm sorry, Got Mick still wins. Sorry. Okay. But I, still, I think Utica's creation was just it was amazing. Okay, I'll call so it a tie. I'll call it 4 4 10. <laughs> sure. So because it's 42 looks to go and yeah. this podcast doesn't go on forever, unfortunately for those I who know, are listening, right? <laughs> you know, there's a time frame that we have to give on. Leave thou wanting more, they say. Just just one more little thought. Sorry. They're all, they're all basically doing the same categories they're all doing resort evening bridal that they're making right okay but they've got two different sets of materials so it's red white and blue versus animal prints basically which would you prefer to work with red white and blue animal prints down you can have so much fun with animal prints but red white and blue I mean, do you, do you think a, it, it's a French Brunet? <laughs> okay, it's, a, it's red white and blue Tom. do you think red white and blue is easier to work with yeah I think animal prints are more fun to work with. And there's more room for creativity. Well, it, it, sometimes it can, get, it might get a bit too busy. It can be, get a bit, bit too queens. busy. Huh? They're, they're 
drag queens. And, you know, less is more with drag queens. <laughs> we, they prefer to just blend in. What we want to you see know? here is streamlined. They don't want to stand out. What a drag queen? <laughs> Centre of attention? No way. <laughs> we want to see chic, streamlined, pared down, yeah. basically, understated. Yeah. Diluted. <laughs> Brought down a few pegs, you know, but too much. Let's just move on. A quick, quick speed chat about anything that we saw in the workroom before we look into the looks, okay? Okay. Um, what did you see in there besides Jasmine being a motherfucking seamstress? <laughs> um, and I'm seeing Jasmine and Kennedy are the Asia O'Hara's of the room in the sense that they're going around Jasmine helping everyone. Jasmine Jasmine Kennedy. Sorry. Bosco, <laughs> Jasmine Kennedy and Bosco being the age O'Hara's of the group in the sense that they're helping everyone with the sewing. Cornbread and- is incredibly sweet with Willow as well. I really like that moment. I think Cornbread is really, you know, I'm getting that feel that she's that girl. You know, she has her fun. She throws her shade, but she's got a real heart of gold because Willow was, I, I guess, because of her... her um, autoimmune disease that she mentioned um she has difficulty with fire motor skills she described it like going from really really cold outside to when you go inside the warm and you can't really do your shoelaces which is incredibly difficult for her but she's kind of soldiering along and not really complaining but because uh, cornbread seems to have formed a bond with her she um helps her out and gets her a little cup of hot water just to warm up her hands and stuff and that's just it really touched my heart it was a really sweet moment and it didn't feel manufactured either it felt really real do you think that this is just who Cornbread is? He's I just... think Cornbread's really maternal. What about the moment with Cornbread and Kerry when Kerry's talking about her experience being feminine growing up and um, how she wasn't accepted in the family? Mm. I think the words that she said is they, when she wanted to leave, they said, yeah, we disown you, we rebuke you. And then Cornbread at the same time is having her emotional moment because she's reliving the trauma and it's a trauma that she didn't realize she was over yet. Yeah. And it's the same thing. She um she left school in high school, didn't she? So she left home at high school. Yeah. She was felt like she was a disappointment, that she was a mistake. I mean, it's it's really nice to be seeing this the side of Cornbread because what we've seen so far, she's this bowdy bowdy bad bitch, funny. <laughs> she's rapturous. She's quick. She's yeah. lovable. She's likable. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. again, straight away, episode two, what we're seeing is the the heart. She's multifaceted. We're seeing her heart. We're seeing her helping Willow. We're seeing her um, showing, you know, showing us her her trauma mm-hmm. and, and being vulnerable with us because she she. In- Carrie, obviously, they actually know each other from outside the show, don't they? And they're both trans women. And so I think they probably both understand, obviously, their experiences aren't identical in any way, but they understand each other's experiences and trauma very well, it sounds like. I guess it was interesting that Carrie was talking about, in a way, um, yeah, as the girls are forced to do one track race, you talk about your trauma while you're putting on your eyeliner kind of thing. The producer's like, so Carrie, tell me, what was your childhood like? Um and uh, she was oh mama oh mama they tried to drown me in the ocean (laughs) (laughs) Ellie Mantle I love that Um, so yeah I I guess it was interesting to me that Carrie was talking about it in somewhat of a detached way that implied that she either wasn't connecting with the trauma or that she's moved past it and she's made her peace with it and that she's in a different place and Cornbread in her confessional was saying she felt like she was in that place because she's in a good place with her family now but she became very upset and it suggests that there is unresolved trauma there 
that um, does need addressing. And good for her. She says that when she goes home, she's going to open a dialogue with her family about that. You know, it's it's possible to try your best to move past things and forgive people for things that they've done while still feeling pain. Um, and I guess there's just a little bit more work to be done there. Perhaps, perhaps her family, you know, I, I can only speculate, perhaps Cornbread was so happy to be building bridges with her family that she didn't get maybe what she needed from them mm. in terms of reparations or apologies or, um, yeah. But it sounds like she's going to tackle that when she gets home and that's good to hear. I hope that it's a discussion that's easy to get into because I've always felt that I can always draw some cultural similarities mm. with me and the Asian community because mm-hmm. our cultures are actually quite similar with the Polynesians. And so I always... Um, think that because i do see some similarities with us in other other cultures mm-hmm. um so african-american mm-hmm. you know i see a lot of them of the tiktoks where their parents are reacting the same way my parents would <laughs> so i'm assuming that there are some cultural similarities and, and saying that i could not talk to my parents about something that they did wrong to me mm-hmm. it, that dialogue cannot happen and it doesn't happen in our culture because that's not the dynamic of how an elder is spoken to from someone younger, especially yes. when they're the son or child. I've always said it to you, the way that you have conversations with your parents is not the way that my I have conversations Absolutely. with my parents. Yeah. Um, I mean, in, in high school, I remember there was a time in high school, I you know, I, I left home. I left home um, one night and at the drop of a hat, I went to a friend's house and called Katrina, who was my, yes. um, my friend from school, one of mm-hmm. my good girlfriends from school. She dropped everything she was doing. She came and picked me up and she's like, you've got a room at my place. Mm. Stay there as long as you want. And I did. Katrina's um, a babe, isn't she? Well, you know what? We owe a lot to the straight woman. Absolutely. We owe, us, oh, as we a do. gay person, we owe so much. They protected us at school. They went to me to the boards. Our straight girlfriends. They were happy to be a beard for us. <laughs> yes. They, 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 you know, they They're brought the us up. They, exactly. They're and, our allies. And, and another example here, she came, picked me up. You can stay at mine for as long mm. as you need to. And they were amazing to me. Now, mm. I could not go to my parents now, even as a grown-ass man, and talk to them about that moment, wanting something back, like an apology. That's not it. We, we got over it. We moved past. It's done. I, I can't presume to, to know or have great insights into your experiences or your family or your culture. Because you grew up eating gold and had flying ponies, <laughs> didn't you, Tom? Certainly did. <laughs> that pony was very comfortable. Um, but um, the, the way you've described it to me is it, it does strike me that, yeah, there is a certain way that things are done and that's not open to change right now. But who knows with subsequent generations, things tend to change over time. Cormorant's getting uh, a, lot of, a lot of love this episode. She's you know what certainly I very central character. I've heard in episode one, episode two, episode three, girls saying, you know what, girl, we love you, we love you, we love you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> yo, you just met. You had just met. Or is it, I love you, I support you. I don't like, if I just meet someone, it takes me a long time for me to trust them. It takes even longer for me to even think about, well, do I love you as a friend? Even as a friend, I won't say I love you. And then I'm like, I won't support you for I'm- a long time until, <laughs> until, until like you're one of my good 
duties, then it's like, okay, yeah, I'll support you. You'd I got you. You need to work hard yeah. to, to earn your support. You, yeah, well, use your collect. If, if, you're, if you're in prison, use me as a collect call. I got you. But these <laughs> girls are just like, I love you, girl. Cool. Here's my insurance. I, I, I put you on my insurance, girl. <laughs> I got you. you know, Here's just, my bank details. Exactly. Um, I think there's a couple of factors at play there. I think... I think queens are generally flamboyant and passionate people who wear their hearts in their sleeves and they they express themselves in that way very quickly and that's part of why we love them. I also think it's a little bit of an LA thing, do you think? It's like... Um, it tends to be a bit of an LA stereotype, at least. Camp professional, never been to Los Angeles, but watch a lot of TV. Um, that it's very kind of like, oh, girl, I love you. I love you. Rah, 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 kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of just a way of expressing yourself over there, I think. Okay. I think we can get into the looks now. This is the hide and chic ball? Hide and chic ball. The hide and chic ball. Now, the first category is Zebra Prince Resort. So we've got Alyssa. Before we go into this, Zebra Print Resort, Zebra, as we say over here, um, what are you hoping for? What do you see What in your mind's eye when you think of Zebra Resort? Um... I, I don't, Tom, you've thrown it on me. <laughs> zebra Resort. I'm just thinking Zebra Print. Do you know what Zebra Print makes me think of? That Anna Williams, zebra? Cos- that Anna Williams costume in Tekken. <laughs> zebra oh, that's outfit. stunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if someone was to reference that, like, that would be iconic. I would die. Um, but Resort, technically, I mean, Resort can be interpreted really liberally, but the, the kind of like in-between season shows that become increasingly popular, in general, it should probably indicate a break of some kind, so a summer break or a winter break is okay. what you should be thinking of. Okay. But it can be interpreted really loosely, and I'm not going to be too strict about that. Okay. Wait, is Alyssa Hunter? Talk to me. So she comes out in a sort of equestrian zebra getup, and I do think that's really clever to make that because she references what that was the film she mentions, Racing Stripes. Have you seen that one? Nope. Is that the Hayden Panettiere film where they train a zebra to be like a racing zebra? <laughs> So wow. it's, it's a cute little reference and it's, I think it's clever to make the equestrian crossover. So she's giving me kind of like Ralph Lauren vibes or something or like, you know, when Madonna did the equestrian thing for um, the uh, confessions tour. Um, but in Zebra Print, um, is it a cute outfit? Yeah. Yeah, I do think. It doesn't give me a resort necessarily. It gives me sporty, sporty. Um, but I like it. It's well put together. Just I, I think she slightly misfires on the theme. You reckon? I mean, I thought it looked cute. I know it's cute, but like... He... I think she's at a ski resort because of the ski glasses. Now, does but, that make sense? Well, no, because like she's it's equestrian. It's not for skiing. Uh, uh, maybe in Puerto Rico. <laughs> maybe in Puerto maybe, Rico. Maybe this is how they how go skiing. You? Exactly. That's how they go skiing in Puerto Rico. One so... thing I do look like, like, I don't always like clumpy, clumpy boots like she's wearing, but they evoke hooves. So I think it's cute. Okay. Uh, what about Bosco? I like this a lot. So she's in this very Versace-esque zebra print cat suit and she throws off this kind of Arctic fox fur. Very chic, very elevated. Um, her shape is gorgeous. Do you know what I think about Bosco? There's such a contrast between Bosco in drag and out of drag, persona-wise. Oh, yeah. Because she's like this chill stoner and then she becomes a wicked bitch. But um, what I like about it is the intricacy of the headpiece and it evokes for me this amazing uh, Japanese illustrator called Hajime Soriyama who did like this like fetish femme android well i guess gynoid um kind of illustration stuff and it was really really fascinating and um yeah always had like these aerial head pieces like that i thought it was really cool 
I mean, I think it looks very resorty. You know what I mean? Um, the scarf kind of, but it's all zebra. So to me, this does give ski resort. She's got the fur jacket. And I can see this girl wearing this on the slopes. No, that, that headpiece reminds you of whatever you just said. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't repeat it. It reminds <laughs> me of, do you remember um, Hella? Yes. Um, Thor's sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, uh, no, cool. Like, yeah. I thought it was like just, you know, that gave me her kind of vibes, but that's you know, just my two lo- cents. She loves horns. She's worn horns nearly every runway. She's pulling a GG good, isn't she? With- she loved a helmet. Yeah. Bosca loves horns. Of her look. Willow looks super cute. She's giving me kind of like somehow Bette Midler in big business vibes, even though I don't think it's a reference to that. Um, now, I think she looks super duper cute and it's a lovely outfit, but I lose the zebraness because it's gone multicolored. To me, zebra is black and white, and you lose zebra if you go for other colors. Do you know what I mean? Okay. She's not necessarily giving me zebra, so I'd mark her down a little bit for that, but she does look adorable. I do like this off-the-shoulder thing. I don't know if this is the right thing to call it, but I always call them tit curtains when they look like that. I have no name for them, Tom. I'm not fashion. <laughs> I am not fashion. I'm sorry for using that awful chauvinist terminology, but I think it describes the look. Um, Yeah, I, I think I'm, I agree with you with the colours not being black and white. It takes mm. it away from zebra. Yeah. But um, I like her taking a risk. I like that she she's just taking a risk. risk. Yeah. She's taking a risk. You know, she? And she's risk taker. There's a time to take devil. risks. It's here. She's I'm like Des Ray. Anytime, anywhere. Yeah, she'll take you up on the um, <laughs> Bungee jumping. She doesn't she's care. Okay. She's good. <laughs> Kiri Colby. Now, this is a lovely look. It feels very fresh, very current. Um, she looks gorgeous. Um, to me, she's like, give me like Kardashian or like uh, Megan the Stallion in the WAP video. You know, she had like a kind of white tiger zebra-y thing going on. I like, I really like the contrast with the pink stockings. I think that gives it a lovely pop. This is great. She's like in this flared skater skirt. I love the keyhole. She's gorgeous. I think this is a great look. I think that it's pretty. Yeah. Mm. I think it's good. It's pretty. It's fresh. It's current. Look, I'm just going to be like, if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. For me, it's a yas. <laughs> it's a yas. This is a yas. It's is not it a, a yes? No, it's a yes, not a bliss. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a yes. Yeah. Yes for me. Uh, who's next? Uh, next up, we have cornbread, the snack jeté. Now, this this to me, this is um, this, you know, it, it reminds me of. I think Dolce and Gabbana did like a safari theme a couple of years ago, and it reminds me of that. Um, she truly looks to me like she's going on safari. I would like the wig to be fuller. I don't like flat hair on cornbread, um, but her makeup's really pretty, and I love her shape. I think this girl knows her shape. She knows how to flatter it. She's got like these sort of uh, parachute pants, harem pants. Why don't you like flat hair on cornbread? I don't like flat hair on most queens. Okay. Um, but on cornbread, it would really, really flatter her proportions better if her hair was bigger. I mean, I like this look. I, I am getting like queen, queen safari. Queen Latifah on safari. Yes, Queen yeah. Latifah on safari. Yeah. Just, you know, doing her thing. Um, she's she's becoming a Simone in the sense that that I thing that she does <laughs> is she she's making it very signature. You know the walk yeah. walk walk. Oh. She's got great eyes and she gives great characterization. She's lots of fun on the runway, and we're loving it still. Yeah. So no, I think this is a great look for her. Yeah, she's cool. We love cornbread. Um, up next, we have Orion's story, and this is, this is an instant Heather's reference. You just get the Heather's reference. So that's really, really successful. She's playing golf. Um, 
and she's just yeah this is the kind of like heather's preppy look with the knee socks and the the mini skirt and stuff but done with zebra i like this a lot i, th- I like the reference i think she looks cool i think she's at a resort as well okay i think it fulfills the brief is it a bit basic oh it's not the most complicated look in the world but she's rhinestoned it Oh, is, is that how you take it from zero to a hundred? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I mean, it's a, compared to what we've seen before, it's not as elevated. So I have to say that, Tom. Okay. I have. To, I must. That's I our must, fashion expert. I cannot continue if, if I, I. I must say it. I must critique. I must capitulate to you as our fashion expert. Yes. But wow. <laughs> Sorry, that wow, was, that was catty. Yeah, that was catty. I'm like, should I not even? Should I just? <laughs> should I just push record and stop? Tom, was that was that how you'd like me to to carry on with this podcast today? Well, if that's an offer, because every time I open my mouth, you give me the why are you talking? <laughs> Paolo, why are you talking, Paolo? Why are you talking? <laughs> but why are you talking? Today's about fashion, Paolo. Why are you talking? <laughs> like, let me. Let, I don't say much. You okay? spoke enough the past two weeks, frankly. Okay, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> just. Tom, just take a sip, please. Uh, um, but yeah, so uh, next up we got June Jambalaya. I think this is really chic. She's given me Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's given me Phaedra um, in zebra print. You know, she looks great. Um, I really like this kind of like two-piece. It really flatters her shape. I love a high-waisted skirt with a separate crop top. Um, and the... I always, I always think it's just like effortless elegance when somebody wears their coat off their shoulders. I love the contrast with the lining. I think this is a really chic, elegant outfit. I think it's great. Okay. Yeah, I think that, A, she's very pretty. She's so pretty. I believe that she owns 51% of Africa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe she's an African princess. And um, that she just skinned a zebra. That, to make that, that outfit. That's freshly skin just for her. So, um, yeah, it's it's cute. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's coming up and it is, what's the category here? It's a red hot resort. Red hot resort. Cool. And the first up we got Diabetti. So Diabetti. Diabetica. <laughs> now she's in this uh, really cute baby doll dress. Um, gives me a lot of like grunge, kinder whore vibes. You know, she's giving me Courtney Love. She's giving me Jessica from Jack Off Jill. She's giving me all that kind of like early 90s grunge stuff. She's not necessarily giving me a resort. You know, I don't see this girl. I think she makes a little comment about like being at the theme park and stuff. But yeah, okay, that that's cool. I get it. And there's kind of like a little, like a kind of, yeah, a, a, a youngster vibe kind of thing. But to me, to me, it's very grunge, very kinder whore. I feel like it's like Angelica from the Rugrats. Yeah, okay. Like a teenager. Yeah. The only thing is that her wig is a bit small. Like those ponytails are very small. I think it needs to be a bit bigger. There's something Agreed. about there's Agreed. something about the wig that is that looks like it's been shrunk. You know, honey, I shrunk the kids, but it's <laughs> honey, I shrunk your whiff. And she just put it on like it's, it's like that wig's been through the dryer. <laughs> I do think it's a deliberate artistic choice, but you're right; it would help her proportions better if the hair were bigger. Yeah, so th- that's my only thing I have to say. But mm-hmm. you know, everything's cute, and I love the way that she's performing it on the stage. Yeah, Angeria. So this is perfect. Angeria looks gorgeous. She's giving me Dorothy Dandridge at the at the resort. You know, she's also in a baby doll style dress, but it's so vintage. Um, the red color is gorgeous on her. The feathers, the movement. She is a fifties movie star, absolutely sixties movie star. She's 
More 60s, I think, actually. I agree with you. She looks stunning. Beautiful. Uh, Deja Sky. This is also really successful for me. So Deja is... Look, actually give me what I've been looking for with these girls. So when I think of resort, I think of like Roberto Cavalli, maxi dresses flowing in the wind. Um, And this gorgeous scarlet number is really, really working for me. I love the number... But I'm not a fan of Nude Illusion. I'm going to say. That doesn't look at all like Nude Illusion. So Daisha is such a talented, skilled queen. And like she clearly makes a lot of her own stuff. And she's very, very beautiful. She's not quite matched that to her skin tone. And it's not 100%. When she turns around, you can see the Nude Illusion. For me, it's a minor criticism for what is otherwise a very successful look. But I, I wish she was, we were just seeing her skin there. Exactly. Yeah. Her skin's gorgeous. I'd rather see that. Um, but overall, the outfit, lovely. I love that wig and I love that color on her. Very I am lovely. a huge fan of pastels. Call me Debbie. Call me Debbie. <laughs> I love the, it. the hair, the pastel hair. Yes. Yeah, the Mrs. Slocum it's hair. gorgeous. Jasmine Kennedy. Oh, she's nailed it. This is exactly what I would think a resort person is wearing so as this they're is... driving in their convertible on the way there. Yep. So she's giving us kind of like Veronica Lake with her victory rolls, pinup realness. But then she whips out these lobsters and it's like him from the Powerpuff Girls. Him. A perennial reference for any sort of devil or lobster character. Um, and I love him from the Powerpuff Girls, one of the best villains in the world ever. Um, probably only second to Megatron and Starscream from Transformers, really. Um, but uh, yeah, very, very pretty, very retro pinup, very Veronica Lake, very him. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Talking about gorgeous, we got gorgeous. Now, what I've got to say about this is she's very, very pretty and she looks gorgeous. It's just very simple, I would say. Um, I, I I can't take anything away from her because she's beautiful. Love that big, full, curly hair on her. Um, and it's a wee slip of a dress that she wears beautifully. Uh, it's just very simple, I guess. There's not but a lot. That's of... gorgeous. She is. You can't take that away from her. You can't take away that she's pretty, Tom. I guess. Do you know who she reminds me of a little bit? Do you remember uh, Tu Wong Fu? Yes. Chi uh, Chi in Tu Wong Fu. Um. Okay. Yeah. She kind of got that vibe about her. Okay. Okay. I get you. Mm-hmm. Mafia, gangster, Spanish. Is that what it is? That's what I got from uh, Chi Chi. <laughs> no, she was just sort of like fiery Latina, wasn't she? Latina. But she's yeah. not even, she says she's not even Puerto Rican. She's still Latina. Okay, cool. I think. I don't know. I, please, anybody correct me if I'm being ignorant. <laughs> she, look, she looks gorgeous. I know what you mean by it's simple, but I think it's supposed to be a simple red little dress to wear to the resort. That's what I think. That's what I think. I like it. And yeah. I love the big wig. Yes, she's beautiful. Candom, talk to me. Uh, she very much looks like a rich lady at the resort, but she's also giving me, like, she's a rich lady in the 70s, you know, who's at the country club. Very, like, Cher in Gypsy Tramps and Thieves. She's got that vibe about her with the flowing chiffon. Uh, I like the asymmetry, so it's expensive. I like the head wrap. I like the short wig. I really like this. I think there's like a concept, but she also looks like she belongs at the resort. For me, this is the best we've seen her so far. I think so too. I think so too. What about Maddie? Talk to me about Maddie. Now, I think Maddie looks pretty. We've got like uh, this sort of like polka dot uh jumpsuit she's there's a touch of the sort of brigitte bardot at can with the hair and stuff do i think it's the most elevated look no do i think she looks pretty yes um 
So yeah, probably not the most elevated look we've seen so far, but she's pretty, and I really love that hair on her. Very, I really very soft and beautiful. I really like this look. For me, resort isn't supposed to be glam, like red carpet. I think they're hitting the right tone by not being a bit too much. It's resort. Um, that's, 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 that's my fine. opinion. No, yeah. no, that's fine. Yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. for me, I, I really like this look, and I'm always surprised at how great Maddie is at looking feminine. The way that she she holds her face at certain angles and her her gestures mm-hmm. and her facial expressions, very feminine, like you know, very like ah, oh, and it's just like it's it's just amazing how a straight person has studied and, and mastered the art of that femininity oh yes yes so that's all of the first and second queens the next look now is leopard evening wear can i just make a little aside we're, yes we're a third of the way through a third <laughs> we need a we need to we need to speed this up now uh, okay. Alyssa hunter this Woo! is this is gorgeous. I love this a lot. Alyssa herself references Mugler. I didn't say it. She did. Um, to me, yeah, there's a lot of Mugler in there. Um, but also Gareth Pugh, because um, Gareth Pugh is really known for like playing with structure, having really exaggerated like geometric shoulder pads and stuff. So to me, yeah, it's a it's a bit Mugler, a bit Gareth Pugh. Very, very gorgeous. I love this look a lot. I am a big fan of this look. One of my favorites that I've seen so far. Definitely. Listen, Hunter, this is amazing. And that makeup. Yes. How dare she? Everything. Next up, Bosco. Bosco, I like this a lot as well. Now, she's wearing a kind of like matching cincher and brassiere with one set of uh, leopard print and then a slightly different leopard print on the pants, palazzo pants. Really, really cool, really chic. Um, a little nod to her burlesque as well. Um, I like it. It's great. Yeah, it's cute. I mm. like it too. Um, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's not different. It's one, gorgeous. <laughs> one thing I can tell as well that I like is that the leopard spots seem to be appliques on the palazzo pants, and you can actually see them overlapping the edge of the pants at the bottom, which is interesting. She has got a stunning body. Willow Pill. So this is a specific reference. It's the Chanel chain dress from the early 90s. Very Karl Lagerfeld. Um, as also nodded to by Crystal Versace in her finale look. Um, I like this. I like how she's incorporated a dark um, black leopard print. Not the most obvious leopard print, but very cool, very chic, and I like the fashion reference. So far, what we're getting from Willow Pella is that she's taking the brief and she's trying to find... um, other ways that aren't so mm. obvious of displaying that in her fashion. That's a very which, good observation. Which is very <laughs> so patronizing. No. You are so pa- Wow, Polly, you are so smart. You too are fashion. <laughs> I why am I even here? <laughs> why do I need a good reference? I think this look is amazing. I look forward to what else she brings to the mm-hmm. runway. It's an easy one for the Instagram this week. Who do we have next? Next up, we have Kerry Colby. Now, um, this this is really, really gorgeous. She is such a beautiful woman. Um, I love this look a lot. It's, again, a very Mugler silhouette. Don't blame me. It just is what it is, okay? The fascinator with the structure and the two-piece is very Mugler. But... 
to me, to my mind, the this kind of um, leopard print done in a bright, different color in this lovely sort of lavender is very Tom Ford. I think it was like 2018 or so. Uh, where there's a Tom Ford show with a lot of like multicolored leopard print and it evokes that for me. So great. Carrie looks fantastic. I love this. Agree. One of the best looks yes. so far. Really it's good. Bloody polish. If you look it up, this is what you'll see. Mm-hmm. This is polish, her makeup, and then her lips, the same color, oh. the, the same color theme as her outfit. This is uh, this is perfection. This is so she's just so damn gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about cornbread. Cornbread looks great. I don't have a specific reference for this, but again, this is a girl who knows her shape. I know I say it every time I see her, but she's doing her eyes again, isn't she? Um, I love her hourglass voluptuousness. The fishtail element kind of sets that off. It's a bit executive. Um, yeah, it's, it, she looks really cool. She is posing like she is a Mortal Kombat character. Yes, yeah, she is. She, I would re- love she's to coming see her in, she's Kombat. like, scratch eyes, scratch <laughs> and eyes. It's like, oh, girl. <laughs> Does she remind you of anything? Is there a reference I'm missing here? I don't know. Just beauty. Just beauty. Excuse the beauty. Her reference is beauty. Excuse the beauty. <laughs> Excuse the beauty. I mean, I like it. Next up, we've got Orion's story. This is cool. Like I like this. Um, it's a bit Versace with all the straps and stuff. Um, a bit like Fran Drescher, don't you think? Like with the big jersey, black hair. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She got her booby out. I love that. Um, this is cool. This is cool. There's a lot of like characterization and fun going on here. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. June. Uh, this is lovely. Actually, I love this. Um, there's. A lot of fabric. Did she stumble? Is she, she stumbling did. on her outfit? She Ooh. did. They even showed. Now, okay, I'm going to talk about what I think about the outfit, and they're going to talk about what I think production thinks the outfit. Um, I think the outfit itself is lovely. I love this sort of shiny, sort of lame, um, very expensive-looking leopard print. It's lovely. Lovely updo. But let's be honest, they cut to Carson wincing at her tripping. They made a really big deal of her hairline at the back. Uh, which isn't blended. Um, I don't think that bodes well for June, just from a production point of view. It's Having un- said that, the outfit itself is lovely, very Roberto Cavalli. It's so unfortunate because I really like this outfit. I'm a big fan of like flowy, yes, flowy materials. You know, like if she's walking in the winds, like Beyonce would wear this. Yeah, as she's singing a ballad, or not even a ballad, as she's walking forward, marching, stomping, and screaming at one of her songs, she'll be wearing this. Can this I tell you what amazing. I think Beyonce do though? I think she'd remove some of the fabric at the front, show off her legs. I think it'd be more yes. of a nova skirt, like yes. a bodysuit with nova skirt. I think that would have helped her if she did the same here, um, Al June. Yeah, but um, yeah, they made a big deal of the f- the kind of slip up, and it, it doesn't bode well for her, does it? It next doesn't. up again, we got the next girls here, another week two girls, and it's why I gotta be white with diabetes. Now, do you know what I think when I see this? Can you guess? Lady Gaga. Yes, Countess in um, American Horror Story. Yeah. Do you see that as well? Yes. Um, so I think she looks really cool. She's giving me old school Hollywood vibes. Great to see her with a breastplate as well. We've not seen that yet, but very the Countess in American Horror Story. Probably my favorite look from Diabetes so far. So good. She's doing really well. Angeria? Um, this is like, I, I know we've only just met Angeria, but to me, this is a classic Angeria. Oh. 
She's so good. That reveal to her pants with the scales. Exactly. The patterns. She is just She's like, you think it's a dress to you? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's 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 a it's a pantsuit. <laughs> um so good. Love the giant rocker hair. The she's pageantry perfection. She isn't really she? is. Bloody well is. I love mm. that look. Deja Sky. This is also very, very lovely. Now she's wearing like the classic white suit, isn't she? She's giving me Bianca Jagger. She's giving me Madonna. She's giving me Kamala Harris. You know, oh. this is this is really, really good. Um, she looks chic. She looks elegant. So far, Deja's doing really, really well. Um, she's great. This is her like really showing off what she's capable of. Love the cape. She's cinched. The wide leg palazzo pant. So good. I, I love that big the ass big necklace hair. in the front too. Yeah. Jasmine Kennedy. Jasmine looks really cute. Again, probably what we expect from... Oh, what Where's I, white? It's cream, isn't it? Or it's ivory. It's not classically white, but it's white-ish. It looks more like a nude tan. Like I, You know what? I'll be very honest. I thought she was going to walk out and do ballet. I really thought she was going to walk out and start doing a ballet number. That's my that's, first thought. It's very Swan it's, Lake. It's very Swan Lake. Exactly. It's very ballerina. Um, just like I know this is a bit left field, but it vaguely, vaguely gives me... Do you remember Bjork's swan dress? That yes. kind of thing. Made famous by white chicks. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, vaguely that and yeah very swan lake very natalie portman in in uh in black swan yeah uh next up we got georges this is a lovely lovely dress i love how she can you know we said joking in about oh yeah drag queens pared down and she can sleep oh this is actually really lovely and understated it's very versace very sexy it's very it's such a classic beauty She's like J-Lo in a gorgeous white Versace dress. She looks... Georgia knows her body. She knows makeup. Mm-hmm. She knows her shape. She does. She is, I mean, she's she's such a stunner. That's, that's a really gorgeous look. She looks very lovely. Lady Camden. So Lady Camden comes out in this sort of like asymmetric, bow-detailed dress. I really appreciate the effort that she's gone to with all like the wire and all the suspended bits. Um, it's not my absolute favourite, uh, just just to my taste, really. But I appreciate the effort she's gone to. It's very intergalactic kind of um, chic. Mm. The first thing I thought of when I saw that big bow was mm, she pursed her lips. <laughs> Devil Wears Prada. Okay, the outfit okay, that lady okay. comes up with a big bow. Okay, and like, oh, she pursed her lips. What does that mean? No. Oh, okay. Contestual stuff. Oh God! I, how am I not accurately quoting? There's something about looking off to the side as well, isn't there? Yeah, it was the purse. It was the lips pursed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then they're like they're ushering up the the model. They're like just yeah. go, just just go, just, just, go, just, go, just go, just go. What about metamorphosis? I really like this. I like this. Um, so she comes out in this kind of like moon and star print. Uh, gown and it's full coverage there's a cape there's a fascinator it evokes kind of like like early hollywood glamour to me there's that gorgeous hedy lamar look that's where she's got like the star headdress and it's not the same at all but it just evokes that for me um but like she could be in a black and white film with this it's just very dramatic and very very sculptural i like it a lot okay i i didn't get it i didn't like it i thought it was a bit she Basically. could be a, a priestess or a wizardess or something. Really? Yeah, that look? Or a witch. Really, Tom? 
Yeah, I like it. Okay. I like what I like, okay? Yeah, well, I, I don't... I don't... I don't get it. Maybe it's my non-fashion dumbass, but I don't get it. And... I'm happy that you get it because, I mean, maybe this was it was made for you, Tom. It was made for you. It was made for fashion for fashion. Now, I think that's all of the looks that the girls bring. Now no. we get to actually oh, yeah, so look yes. into the creations, okay? Yes. So this is animal print, bridal couture. And for me, this is where someone wins. Right. Someone yeah, will yeah. win. We're looking out for a winner now. The winner is someone who we've, whoever made the best dress is the winner, and then the other two looks can determine if um, what's the tiebreaker. Yeah. So what I want us to keep in mind here is that yes, they've got the material to work with, but they should look bridal. Now it's wedding gown eleganza. We got Alisa with this look. She's every inch the sort of fifties bride. It's a very Dior new look silhouette. I like the use of the kind of very iridescent tiger print. I like the nude with the appliques. I think she's worked really, really hard on this look. It looks really complex. Um, I like this a lot. Does she give me bridal vibes? Yes, 50s bride. Is this still in the jungle theme or something? Um, it, it, yeah, it's got to be, le- it's got to be leopard, pr- um, animal print. The whole thing. The bridal looks for this group of girls have to be using animal print Oh, and materials. the other one's red, white, and blue. Yes. Bolo. I mean, where am I? <laughs> where am I? I no, there's, there's a lot going on. There's was, a lot yeah, going this, on, this, dear. This is too much for there's me. There's a lot going on, dear. I can't do it's this. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I like this look a lot. I mean, I mean, I don't even care that it's a, a failed nude illusion because it's a creation, so they had to use the materials yeah. to make this. So with that, without looking at that, I think this look is very well done. I mean, I know she didn't make it, but that wig on her is just so gorgeous. Ooh, I love her red hair. She is just so She's stunning. She's beautiful. Mm. Um, I, I love it a lot. Great. Next up, we've got Basco. So Basco walks out in, I mean, she references Creole Deville herself. She's Creole Deville. She's Daphne Guinness. Um, she's got these Betty Page bangs. To me, to me, I get less bride from this than I did from Alyssa Hunter. Sure, sure, she can kind of reference a certain kind of bridal dress from like what would have been maybe the 60s or something, like a bit of a wiggle dress. Um, I like the contrast between the snow leopard and the Siberian tiger, the little red overskirt. As a garment, I like it a lot. And she made it. She's just slightly not bridal enough for me. What do you think? I wouldn't have got bridal. No. If I was to just see this without knowing the category, bridal would not have been what I've said. Yeah. It's, I'm getting um, Safari Goth. Yeah. If anything. She's Safari Goth. That's exactly what she is. So she, she, well, she does have a, what do you call the thing? Veil. She does have a veil. Does that help you understand anything? It's not. Okay. Can I just say that going forward, yeah. I want to see bridal, but I want to see drag bridal. I, I want it to be exaggerated. These are drag queens. Okay. I seeing the veil. It, it might make me think bridal, but I don't think that it's a bridal look. It, you can't just stick a veil on and say you're a bride. But her face is stunning. Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> what she didn't create is beautiful. <laughs> Hell. So, Willow, I do like this as an outfit, but again, I, I might be slightly struggling to see the bridal element. To me, this is Liza Minnelli, Studio 54, dressed by Holston, 
leopard print jumpsuit. I do like the streams of like chiffon leopard fabric coming off the back. Um, there is a lovely movement. There's a loveliness to this outfit. And I'd like the out again, like the outfit a lot. Slightly misses the bridal mark for me. I, yeah, I didn't get bridal as well, but I love the movement, like you said. Um, I think it's really beautiful that she constructed she's, she's this. Very beautiful. I'm gonna say it's hard. It's hard to look like a bride in leopard print. Yeah, so you gotta try harder to like create that like bridal classic bridal. Be silhouette. very very obvious. Yeah, like a face yeah. covering veil. Yeah, um, a long ass train. Exactly all that. Be basically Princess Diana's wedding dress in leopard print. You know, it's a it's a great outfit. It's a great outfit. I think. Oh, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. Kerry Colby. I love Kerry, but I'm not a fan of this gammon. And we did see her struggling in the workroom. She's not a seamstress. There's, unfortunately, there's just a lot of elements I don't like. She looks beautiful. Her face is beautiful. Her body is beautiful. But it's basically a piece of fabric wrapped around her with a bit of a slit. There's all this detail going around the shoulders and the neck that just doesn't go. And it's very bunched up. And then there's this there's this sort of headscarf that's not working for me. It doesn't match the rest of the fabric. I'm sorry, it's not my favorite. That's more of a do-rag than it is a veil. Do you think it's a do-rag? I, I don't know what she was going for. It's cool to make a cultural reference like that. That's fantastic. But I, I I actually thought, um, first of all, Kiri is beautiful. Oh, and so sometimes gorgeous. when someone is so beautiful, you just think that everything is beautiful because they are. If I just take the outfit for what it is and erase the beauty of her face, this, this outfit's very um, vinegar- it's, it's very <laughs> hodgepodge. That's not a compliment. Um, yeah, you're right. It's like her beauty is carrying it. It's not a good garment, unfortunately. And I, th- I think Kerry probably knows that as well. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, cornbread with a K. So cornbread comes out with like colorful python print. Um, and she's given it a lot of like, there's like this Adam and Eve thing going on and the temptation of the Garden of Eden with the apple and the snaky movements and stuff. There's a lot of fun in the characterization, but again, I'm not getting bridal. Am, am I being like too... Okay, so far be it from me to tell women how to dress on their wedding dre- day, obviously, but yeah, this is like a drag bridal challenge. So there's a certain kind of vibe you've got to give. Yeah, you're you're being very Mariah Balenciaga, where <laughs> that ain't the category, ma'am. Well, it is, it, it, it is it, in the, it ca- isn't but, the category. You yeah, know, I know this 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 is a like a knee length nice dress in a colorful python print. Um, and sure, you can wear that on your wedding day. Of course, mm. you can, if because your wedding day should be whatever you want it to be. But like, think of it. Yeah, it needs to evoke wedding day, classic wedding yeah. day, without everyone, without people throwing in their colours in in terms of or, or their individuality. What does a classic wedding day look? Think of the season two bride and Charlotte bridal challenge. Oh, Tyra Sanchez, and just like do that in in Lippin. animal print. <laughs> yes, there, there. I've solved your problem for you. <laughs> Uh, there was nothing about this for me. I mean, cornbread. Hey, we love cornbread. Everyone loves cornbread. She's she's actually becoming one of everyone's favorites, and there's a reason because she's she's, she's, she's lovable, lovely. This look, I love the colors. I didn't get bridal at all, um, and the performance of the 
I, I didn't understand their performance going with it. Was it like she's in a, it's a jungle? She's giving us like a she, d- she's jungle? giving us um, temptation in the Garden of Eden. But again, it's kind of like, oh, do you want to really inject? That's that the complete opposite to to a marriage. Yeah, because the marriage was between them and the Lord, and they I, actually sinned. And the sin is Adam and Eve, and it's symbolized by the apple. What can I say? So she, this is the complete opposite <laughs> to the wedding and the marriage. So she, she found some Python print and she ran with the theme. Yeah. what can we say? Yeah. Good, good on you for commitment she, she, this girl can commit we got to love her for that she found an apple as well and she's like great but i didn't see bridal here she's but, lovely I mean, but, but look hey lovely. she made that outfit and i really did like the outfit the outfit's lovely just didn't fit the you theme. know it didn't fit the thing but i liked it you know you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean yeah. i always know what you mean uh next up we've got orion's story so the, the the lovely thing about this is that this is the most explicit tribute to her mum. We heard we heard uh, in the workroom Ryan talking uh, Ryan talking about the really tragic death of her mum. It was incredibly sad, and but it was lovely and uplifting to hear about how her drag is a tribute to her mum. And again, th- this is like very Peg Bundy to me. The animal animal print, the hairstyle, and stuff, um, and she looks really really lovely. I guess again, it's a certain kind of bride, but doesn't like massively evoke bridal. It, it's a tiger print mini dress. It's a lovely tiger print mini dress. I love the whole veil in the front. What do you call that? The knitting, the facial it's knitting. A veil. It is a veil. Okay. The, do you know what? If you want people to think it's a wedding, do you know what I would have done? Do a raven, run up excited and yeah. show your ring. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Automatically, that doesn't matter what you're wearing. You could be wearing trekkies. Mm-hmm. What I get is that you're 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 other engaged or you're having a wedding mm-hmm. you know that's it and then and then it wouldn't make me see the outfit Definitely. as a wedding what you've done you tricked me to think that this outfit is and can be a wedding dress by that performance the like cornbread has constructed a really lovely garment um you, yeah you can argue that anything can be bridal but it's not like hugely frothily bridal but, but i love the peg bundy reference i love the tribute to her mum. there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot to like about this look um june jambalaya so june i'm really really conscious of the fact that she's holding a giant giant bouquet in front of the front of the dress Covering the and is not letting us see the dress i think june is very consciously covering something up here and i'm really entertained oh, by it june i'll tell you what though those braids are lovely on her and oh I, she's, gosh the prints are gorgeous as well she gave me come into america vibes um yeah that bouquet is gorgeous but june let us see the front of your dress she doesn't she doesn't take it down the whole time <laughs> she's giving me like a i mean it says like a wakanda wedding mm. she's giving me like a tribal wedding a cultural wedding um but she is for the life of her she is not letting you in she is not moving that no. huge ass bouquet it doesn't have Okay, she's carrying an oak tree it's on the stage. She is it's carrying she is carrying a whole garden <laughs> to cover her outfit. The snake that Cornbread is playing, it slithered out the garden that she's carrying. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Uh, next up we've got Diabetes. Now we're in the red, white, and blue. So I like this a lot, actually. This is a very referential to like tacky late 80s, early 90s bridal wear. It's frills. Um, it's tight. 
there's big hair. It's very of its era. Reminds me of that Moschino show that was very Gem and the Holograms. Um, so, no, it's actually Jeremy Scott, like 2022 or something. No, 20, that's when we are now, 2020. Um, this is successful to me and it gives me bridal wear. What about you? What do you think? I yeah, it was kind of like a flamenco dress that they dance in. Okay, I can um, see that as well. That that's what I see more of it. But I love that big hair. Um, it's definitely red, white, and blue. I think it's going to be easier for these girls to make an outfit look like a wedding dress um, because of the flexibility with the colors. I mean, white's well, in there. What I would say is like get the silhouette right. That's I, what I would say. I think the I think it's okay. Don't you think it can? I mean, it's okay. It's okay. It's good. It's I, good. It's pretty. Is, yeah, it's I remember. Great. I remember my sister being dressed in a bridesmaid gown that looked like this, basically. Okay. So it's very like late eighties, early nineties bridal wear. It's nice. Um, Angeria. This is gorgeous, and she looks like a bride. Um, you know, she's used the colours beautifully. I will say this is a silhouette that she sticks to. You know, it's a floor-length fitted gown with like a cape or a train or an overskirt, but it's successful for her. She's beautiful. Um, she's got like this red dress with the blue appliques and, and the white chiffon, like veils hanging off her arms. Like, that's really inventive. I think she looks great. Yeah, I think it looks good. You're right. You're right, Tom. You sound like you have some reservations. Well, I, I'm like, I'm always worried. Do I like the dress because I like her or do I like the dress because I like the dress? No, this is a really good dress. Okay. She's made this. Okay. So then it's both. And she looks bridal. She's it's both. And definitely, I, I got bridal. I, I don't know if it was because of that lovely walk she did, but definitely bridal. So Deja, also, I think this is really successful. This is great. Like, again, similar silhouette to her... Um, signature drag from last week but more asymmetrical she loves a puff sleeve she loves a fishtail element um but like she's got this lovely sash coming over this is drag and it's bridal it's grand and it's drama yeah this is drama i i think this look is amazing this is great i think this look is it's a it's a hit out of the park is that the sports reference it's a hit out of the park a home Home run home run home dash it's a hitter. What is it? Is it? It's a hip, hip, a park hit. She knocked it out of the park. She knocked it out of the park. Mm. <laughs> so it's, gay. It's 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 a it's a touchdown. I mean, I think it's a great look. I love the drama. I love the bigness. Yes, there's it's a lot a of word. bigness. It's the bigness. It's grand. It's grand. It's big. It's lovely. I love it. Probably yeah. Great definitely. job. Deja. So far, one of my favorites mm-hmm. in, in terms of construction. I mean, this this is her gig. Jasmine Kennedy. Again, successful in that there's a bridal silhouette. Um, it's fitted with a flare at the bottom. She pounced upon that big star that she I found. I was going to say. Um, and used it very successfully. Um, it's great because she's used like this this blue lace that's very elegant and bridal. Um, but added the red cape. There's the like the white appliques and the big star. She's even coordinated her bouquet. The construction of it is well done. Um, uh, the huge star on the on the corner of it. I don't know how I feel about that. Do you know what I think feel about it? She's a drag queen. Put a giant star on your shoulder. Great. I would have liked it if she put the giant star on her lower back. <laughs> 
What? Are you okay? <laughs> Why are the lower back? Like, aim here. <laughs> no, like you, know, like, you know how, like, when people, especially when those Japanese outfits or those Korean outfits, in the back they have their huge bow? Okay. Tom, you know what? It just... Why am I talking, right? Mm. Why is Bolo opening his mouth? But yeah. push pause and push record, Bolo. Your opinions are welcome. You know what? I'm just going to have a drink. I'm just going to have a drink. Tom, it's back to you. Back to you, Dr. Tom. <laughs> I think this is really successful. Um, next up, we have Georges. Now, I, again, okay. So I think Georges looks really pretty and it's actually a really nice garment. But it's a little too revealing to be bridal for me because she's basically got a couple of straps covering her little boobies and then like a lovely skirt, but with a very high slit. So again, sure, sure a bride can wear something like this if this is what she wants to wear. But it's not classically bridal for me. I love this look. I love it. I think it's inventive. I think it's very clever. Um, if you've got a great body, why not? It's it's nice. I think it's really good. I mean, she's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. She's... Again, I, I'm just trying to think of the theme and the category. That's all. Okay. 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 I still love it. Lady Camden. That looks like an outfit you can buy in Camden. Oh, I think we're going to have different takes on this. Like, sure, it's a bit crafty, but I prefer this to her her white party look. So, you know, there's like this airbrushed effect. It's a bit like Ralph Lauren or Tommy Hilfiger. They did a lot of like American flag stuff. And I do like that like sort of winding flower thing going around her. Um, I think there's a lot of cute elements here. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't get it. I find it more successful than her white look. I I I think that you know what she created it good on her. I think the thing he's going around those floral flowers going around her makes her look like a, a Christmas tree. Okay. And um the graffiti on it looks like she was going to a wedding in Camden and someone just graffitied her because that's what they do in Camden. Because <laughs> she stood still too long. So um yeah, it's that's that's all I have to say about that. Next up, we got Maddie Morphosis. Talk she, to me. She's our last girl, I think. Yes. Um, so Maddie, I think, well, I really like all the characterization she gives, actually. We get a whole drag performance here. It's very camp, very lovely. Um, yes, she's made like a wedding dress silhouette. It's a, a, it's a column dress. It's very red, white, and blue. She fulfills the brief. Um, probably not as complex as some of the other garments, but... You know, she's giving us this kind of like Southern Belle storyline. I like this. It's nice. I love the performance of it. I love that the first thing I got was wedding. And then she played out the walk of the wedding and the nerves and the, the bouquet throwing. Everything about this was wedding. Now, that is all of the looks. We've seen all the looks, Tom. Who won? So... I'm not going to bore everybody with my point system, but we talked earlier a little bit about how, like, first couple are out of five, last one's out of ten, more waiting to the look you made, okay? So, with that, my top five are probably Diabetti, Angeria, uh, Deja Sky, Jasmine, and Alyssa Hunter. My bottom five might be Willa Pill, Kerry Colby, Cornbread... Uh, June Jambalaya and Orion and I've put Little Asterix next to some of the girls because their final looks were so good so I thought Daya and Angeria's made looks were fantastic yes I think Angeria is going to be in the top because uh, all of her looks I think 
uh, for me, were a, a home run. Diabetes, sorry, not diabetes. Um, Deja Sky's final look for me was grand. If I had to look, if my favorite fi- final looks all up were Angeria, Diabetes. Yeah. I think Dai's done really well as well. Uh, I think that's it. In terms of girls who's... Maybe Alyssa Hunter. Alyssa was great, actually. She was. She really was. She's in my point system. She's not scored quite as... I think I didn't rate her first look so much because it felt off theme. Okay. It felt like something that she had, even though okay. she looked great. Um, girls whose final look was less successful, I would say, unfortunately, is the beautiful Carrie Colby. Yeah, and June because she just would not show us the front part of that June, dress. June because even though I, she displayed it, we didn't see it. I know there's something going on behind that bouquet. Um, Do you think Meme Tool lip syncing and maybe possibly cornbread because it just was off theme? It wasn't a bad dress by any stretch of the imagination. I think Orion's story might be in the bottom as well. Orion's in the same boat as cornbread, I think. Okay, um, it's going to be so hard. There's just too much to look through and too much to try to compare. Shall we see what they say? So let's just get to the winner. The top of the top three was Willow Pill, Angeria, and Georges. And yeah. the winner this week is Willow Pill. So congratulations. I um, love Willow Pill so much. Like I didn't rate necessarily her in the top this episode, but I love her as a queen. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do think that this could have been Angeria's win. I I think I would have given it to Angeria. I think they didn't want to Simone her, to be no. fair. I think Angeria, if I'm being fully honest, I think Angeria was the for me, the winner of this episode. Absolutely. But, you know, Willow's fabulous as well. Not mad to see her get a win. We're not taking it away from her, are we? No. no I the, would never do that. The bottom two is Metamorphosis and we've got Junja Malaya. Now let's look at the lip sync here. Um for for me, it's a it's an obvious winner. It's June Jambalaya, who just knew the song, who just knows movement, who knows how to lip sync. This is her bread and butter, and I I believe that she performs this more than just tonight. She's performed it for for a while in in a lot of her sets. The thing is, when you have to take off your outfit and take off your shoes, it takes away the beauty of an overall performance it there's just, a lot going it becomes on like a high school dance it becomes like dancing and you know when you're dancing with your friends in the lounge that so you take off your shoes so that you can move <laughs> around and jump better it became that and it became and when you do that for me it takes some of the performance and the beauty of a full performance away i guess what i was seeing was um maddie more in the foreground being a bit more controlled and a bit cleaner um, and June was certainly very expressive and I loved her expressiveness and she was dancing around the stage, but there was just like bits of her falling off everywhere and her dress kept riding down and she threw her wig off and there was but just she a had lot a, going How on. dare you? She had a reveal. It was a reveal. It was a reveal. It was a bus driver wig, but it was a reveal. Um, I find this hard to call. Um, it sounds like you're feeling June. Well, if, well, it is June because even if we look at Maddie's performance, it wasn't great. It was very just like standing there and bobbing along. It's, it's that person in the club that's just like in the corner of a room who's really into the song, but is in the corner of the room and like really dancing for themselves. She was in a column as opposed dress. to dancing for an audience. Sorry, she's in a column dress. She couldn't move very much. Well, she should have done what June did and just ripped everything off. <laughs> okay, but to me that didn't look that pretty. 
even though I enjoyed Tom, the, the time for judging looks are done. Okay, you, you had 42 looks to judge the looks on. Now you're looking at the performance. And you're right. Part of the performance is costuming. It is the shoes. It is um, stage presence and, and how they come across from there. But I don't think that's enough to take away to say that she didn't win. She kept her shoes off as well. I know. I said that. Tom, you just don't like June. I do like June. July or June August. gives me ASMR. Every time she sp- speaks in a confessional, I'm like, yes, I'm so relaxed. Okay, so for me, the winner is June. For, for me, if I'm looking at the performance I'm of it, I'm finding it hard June. to call, to be honest. I, f- I find each girl gave different things. Okay, well, let's we'll see what they say. Um, That's rigor morris. Maddie Morphosis stays and say bye to June Jambalaya, which I disagree with 100%. I see where you're coming from. Um, I found it hard to call. I saw merits in both. I I didn't know that. No, there was no merit in Maddie's. Tom, like, can, let's be serious. Okay, that's your opinion. Thank you very much for sharing. That's the only I'm opinion I'm allowed. Okay, opinion. because 42 times today I had to be silent. <laughs> I had to push record, <laughs> no. pause, and no. ha- let you have no. your moment. Okay, that's not how we work. In the this only house. thing I got to have this week was the lip sync. Thank you. Um, I am sad to see June go because. I really wanted to see her in like a musical or a dance challenge or something. Yeah. She's so pretty and she gave me ASMR every time that she did a confessional. Yeah, she didn't have the golden bar chocolate either. Aww. So that's unfortunate. First of all, before we say goodbye to you and thank you for listening, how did you think uh, RuPaul was during judging? Do you think that she was on something? Ru had either had too much coffee or had taken some speed. One of the two. Or a snort cocaine or something. All both. All both. Oh, all three. All both. Yeah. Ru was something different today. Yeah. Oh, but I love that energy. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening to Spilling the GNT podcast. Join us next week for the next episode. But that's us for the week. This is Bolo and Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys then. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.